the we're going family style deal. Because I want a bite of your Big Mac. And I need some of your quarter pound. I'll try your filet of fish. There's a deal for every friend group at McDonald's. Order any two classics for just six bucks. Price of participation may vary. Single item at regular price cannot be combined with any other offer. Texting privacy policy in terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting rules for recurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop, opt out. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. My first grader was behind in reading, and this program has made a huge difference. She's now reading above grade level. I use it for my kids nightly reading for school. We love it, and it's super easy and quick to do. My kid, who just turned four years old and has been using the program since January of this year, can now read. Thank you so much, Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. And right now, you can get started for just $1. Text the word KID to 323232 right now. It's fast and easy. Text KID to 323232 and teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. Text the word KID to 323232. Text KID to 323232. The X-Zone radio and TV show is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the X-Zone radio and TV show or in any manner endorsed by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, Talkstar Radio Network, its affiliated stations, or employees. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Back to the Exxon, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell, coming to you live and around the world on the Talk Star Radio Network, Exxon TV, and on shortwave. Our toll-free number is one 877 Now, that is toll-free throughout the U.S., Canada, Alaska, and Hawaii at one 877 My email address is exxon at talkstarradio.com. On MSN Messenger, you can chat with me here in our studio by using the MSN address, talkstarradio at hotmail.com, and our websites, www.exoneradio.com, which is our main site, 
XZoneTV.com is the site that you can watch and listen to the show live from our studios in Hamilton, Monday through Friday from 10 p.m. Eastern until 2 a.m. Eastern. And our new store at www.XZoneStore.com. A polygamous compound with hundreds of children was rife with sexual abuse, child welfare officials alleged in court documents with girls uh, spiritually married to much older men as soon as they reached puberty and boys groomed to perpetrate the cycle. The documents released earlier today also gave details about the hushed phone calls that triggered the raid by a 16-year-old girl at the West Texas Ranch who said her 50-year-old husband beat her and raped her. Days after the raid of the compound, officials still aren't sure where the girl is. Officials have completed a uh, completed removing 416 children from the ranch and have won custody of all of them. Child Protective Services spokesperson uh, Mary Lee Meisner told reporters in San Angelo, about 40 miles from the compound in El Dorado, we won our case. Court documents said a number of teen girls at the 1,700-acre compound were pregnant and that all the children were removed on the grounds that they were in danger of emotional, physical, and or sexual abuse. Another 139 women left on their own. Joining me tonight is um, Dr. Will Horton, and he is an expert on mind control. And uh, Dr. Horton, welcome to the show, and thank you very much for joining us tonight. Thank you for having me. Glad to be here. All right, Doctor. When it comes to a case like this sect in Texas, how significant is mind control when it comes to the 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 way that these people are just kept in or sucked into the into the surroundings, and it seems that they're oblivious to what is happening in the rest of the world. Well, when you look at a cult, it's kind of an interesting phenomenon. I mean, mm-hmm. most of us can't look at a cult from the outside without being somewhat uh, morally squeamish, I guess yeah. you could say. But when you look at it from a more of a outside view looking in, it's classic mind control and, and uh, behavioral training to the nth degree. Because like you said, when you just read some of the statistics that you read of the case that, that's coming out now, yes, I mean, the idea of a parent, especially a woman, giving up her daughter, her young daughter, 13 or 14, to, to marry a 50-year-old, uh, there has to be an awful lot of things going on to break down those, you know, our, our social beliefs and mores for that to happen. Not to mention the uh, the parental uh, tie that a, that a normal parent has. Like, gosh, I've got daughters. I would never, ever think of anything like that. You know, it's it, it, it's... It's too far out there, even to uh, even to uh, talk about it sometimes, you know. But these things are happening, and we are learning more and more about these type of cults each and every day. Doctor, please stand by. I've got to take a two-minute commercial break. When we come back, we're going to be talking more with our uh, expert author tonight. His name is Dr. Will Horton, and we're talking about mind control here on the Exxon. If you'd like to give us a call, voice your opinion, one eight seven seven five two eight eight two five five. That's toll-free throughout the U.S., Canada, Alaska, and Hawaii. Dr. Horton and I will be back on the other side of this two-minute break as we continue live and around the world from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada.
the we're going family style deal. Because I want a bite of your Big Mac. And I need some of your quarter pound. I'll try your filet of fish. There's a deal for every friend group at McDonald's. Order any two classics for just six bucks. Price of participation may vary. Single item at regular price cannot be combined with any other offer. Progressive presents Forest Metaphors. About bundling your home and auto. In sports, three goals is a hat trick. And when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive, you get a hat trick of great savings and round-the-clock protection. So you might be thinking, wait, that's two things. A hat trick is three. But in this metaphor, great savings counts as two goals, and so does round-the-clock protection. So it's like four goals, and that's more than three. It's basic math. Forced Metaphors, presented by Progressive. Bundle and protect today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations. Dr. Will Horton is our special guest. His website is www.nfnlp.com. All right, doctor, so why are cults so appealing to people? Well, they answer a lot of our big questions. I mean, when you, one of the things like mm-hmm. all the people that our cult leaker, leaders have uh, is that unshakable confidence in that whatever their message is is right. And, you know, when you look at people that get recruited into cults, they're very selective on who they recruit. It's not like, you know, it's not like Walmart where anybody can walk in. They're very selective on who they recruit, and it's usually a, a step-by-step process to, to, to get you in. It's, even if you wanted to join, you just can't walk in and all of a sudden, you know, you're in the cult. And when you look at how cloistered this compound in Texas was, you know, no radio, no TV, no phones, no Internet, no, you know, I mean, can you imagine teenagers without an iPod or a cell phone? Well, you know, it's funny you mentioned that. Last night we had uh, we had Anna D. Olson on. She's written a book called Growing Up Amish. And she was telling us about life as a young child being Amish. And um, it, it, it's a cult. There was no electricity. There was no uh, the, there was no wa- running water. There was uh, no celebrating of, of birthdays. There was no this. There was no that. There was no this. There was no that. At the age of twenty one, she decided, "Hey, there's got to be more than, to life than this," and and she left. She escaped, as she says. So, it, you know, what are the steps that one would take if they want to get someone into a cult? Well, the first thing they do is they. They almost like uh, they separate you from the outside world with with very strict boundaries. Unlike most social, you know, organizations, they're very loose boundaries. You you can join, you can sure. leave, but to really get into a cult, it's a very you're either in or you're out. And what's interesting about that then then what also happens it becomes self reinforcing because they create a, a common enemy. And so whether it's the government, whether it's the other religions, whether whatever it happens to be, you know, the, when people attack, like uh, us attacking from the outside, it actually reinforces the strength of the cult on the inside. Hmm. Because, it, you know, that, that's their social group, so it's the ideology, and so it, it becomes self-reinforcing. When cult members go out recruiting other people, 
what kind of people do they target? Do they target less intelligent or less educated? Well, that that's one of the myths. You'd think that, like in a lot of the cults, it's you know it's the less educated, less intelligent people. But um, in a lot of the cults, you find uh, highly educated, highly intelligent people that get drawn in. Usually, it depends on the type of cult. There's you know there's several different types. But what they do is they target people when you're going through a life transition. And one of the best ways for uh, people to find other uh, other cult members is is they find uh, they do very good in, intakes, I guess you could say, when they're when they're recruiting. You know, if they're at your house, and I mean, even something like a, a, you know some of the people come to your house door to door, try to get you to go to a to a certain church. Mm-hmm. You know, they're very good at gathering information and seeing if there's any trauma going on. You know, so if you're just recently going through a divorce. You're in a you're you're in a place of vulnerability, which makes you much more open to be uh, seduced into the cult. Same what? with uh, you know one reason teenagers seem to uh, uh, fall into it easy too into certain cults is the whole idea of of you know here's this cult leader that they first they almost seem like they're giving you unconditional love and they're supporting your dreams. And so it's a, it's a step-by-step process. One of the things that one of the I think it's interesting that one of the uh, in my in my opinion uh, the, the way they do it is like you know if they come to your door today to talk to you mm-hmm. and they have an assistant with them usually have a like a main person right and they'll be talking to you about whatever about the church or about the group or whatever and there'll be someone with them maybe two people well if there's any interest when they come back there'll be someone else with them okay. And if you're 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 an intelligent guy, I think I'm an I hallucinate sometimes and think I'm an intelligent guy, and you know, and I wouldn't pay much attention. And by the time they make three or four calls on you, you've met several people. Now the real strength of that is if they do get me to come to their church, when I walk in and they make sure all the people that have been on their calls are in this church. So it's like, you know, I don't just walk in and I know you who've recruited me. It's like all of a sudden I know eight or nine people. You know what I mean? So you've got a lot of friends there. Yeah, it's almost like, oh, it's like I'm home. And they all remember certain things about you. They take notes. They notice, like, do you have pets? What are your kids? You know, uh, some of them will even say, can I use your restroom? They'll go in your bathroom and see if you're, they'll open your medicine cabinet, see if you're on any kind of medication, things like that. Now, the way that could be very powerful is think about this. Let's say you're on a a depression medication, Mm -hmm. but you don't mention it. And then when you do go talk to their, you you go to one of their meetings or, or their services, and the leader comes over, puts his hand on you, and goes, "You seem somewhat depressed." <laughs> it's it, it's it, it's very powerful what 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 you can do with this kind of information. Scary is another word that I'd use. Uh, so, all right. So, how do they maintain their stronghold on members? Well, part of it is because you know humans by nature we're we're pack animals, we're herd. Mm-hmm. You know, we like being part of a group. And once this becomes your group, like your, the, the lady that was on last night about, you know, uh, leaving the, the Amish community, yes. and, and I've met people that have left, and they always said the hardest part is you're leaving your friends. And, and family. So, pardon? And family. And family. Yeah. And and what a cult does is it depends on the type of cult. Of course, the cult were down in Texas, that literally was their family. Yeah. The mother, the father, the things like that. The mother so, and the father was the aunt and uncle at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, but even if it's a more of a, a, a social, not a mm-hmm. social cult, but let's say something like you know 
the Maharishi kind of organization or something like yeah. that, uh, or the Moonies, you know, these, they become your surrogate family. And, and, and to leave that takes a lot of courage because you're leaving your friends, your social network, everything you know. A lot of times, uh, you know, your work is, is connected with the organization. Yeah. And the other thing that cults are very good at doing, uh, depending on the type of cult, is they keep you very, very busy. So, so, so you don't have a lot of time to think. <laughs> so, so this is a very well planned um, recruitment drive that they have in place. Yeah, I think what we've seen, you know, when you break it down, you know, the first thing they do, they they have their boundaries. They yeah. build a firewall. You know, there's a there's a boundary between us inside. The, there's there's us and there's everybody else. Mm-hmm. Right, and so that's the first tactic. They said very. Uh, uh, they define who we are, and sometimes they define, you know, what we're not. And so there's usually a big enemy, you know, like the cult in Texas. Of course, it was the uh, or the Splinter Group, whatever you want. It is a cult in Texas. Uh, they, you know, it, it was even their own church because they they had the the true church. Ah, the true church. The true church. I mean, how many? You know, it's our way. You know, and so. You know the and and they control the in, information flow very good. It's usually very vertical. It comes from the top down. There's no top bottom up communication, and they're usually very good at controlling. Like new cult members don't get to hang out with new cult members. Well, they don't want people comparing notes. Right, right. Now, and of course, the the one in Texas is a little different because you know the, they're literally brought up in in the in the organization. So it you know they they control the information. They keep the spotlight on. Mm-hmm. It's almost like it becomes a parallel universe. I mean, if, again, look at like even something like uh, what you said about the Amish. Mm-hmm. You know, they're in the society, but they're not. That's right. You know, they'll be going down the street in a buggy. I mean, there's a pretty big, you know, Amish community here where I live in Florida, and it's kind of interesting. You know, you'll see them there. They dress different. They, you know, uh, they they act a little different, and they're in the community, but they're not. So you know, and then. And usually, too, they, they, they recruit, they initiate, they don't instruct. There's usually strong initiations when, they, when these things are going on. What are some of the, what are some of the most uh, popular cults? Well, it depends on who you're talking to, I guess. Uh, in your I opinion. Would, in my opinion? Yes, sir. I would say, you know, you have, of course, the Moonies are still big. Yeah. Uh, I... There's a lot of debate whether something like Scientology is a cult. Yeah, I've I heard would, that debate. I would say it's it's interesting because they seem to they seem to follow all the the structure of it. Mm-hmm. You know, they and and they they keep the in, in information very tight. And then of course there's more uh, of the cults growing. I would even say inner city gangs here in the U.S. and somewhat in parts of Canada sure. are cults. All right, so if cults are so, excuse me, if cults are so um, well-structured, how is it that we see rich and famous people getting involved? Now, you think the rich and the famous would have a little bit more on the ball, and yet we, over the years we've seen, for example, Tom Cruise with Scientology. Uh, why do they get involved? Well, I, I think... They answer an internal need. A lot of times, one of the things I think is fascinating about 
Scientology is is they're targeting very Mm -hmm. successful, rich people across the board, not just, uh, you know, in Hollywood. They go after doctors, lawyers, things like that, which in in one way, you know, if you want to build a church, would you rather have rich members or poor members? (laughs) I see. I'd rather have the rich ones. I'm sure you would. But, I mean, I always thought this about, it's been my opinion uh, and in my experience, Especially like in Hollywood, when when people get a a break and they become outrageously rich and famous, a lot of times there's a lot of almost like uh, what the military experiences in survivor guilt, because uh, you've I've heard you know uh, stars being interviewed when they wake up in the morning. You know, I mean Paul Newman said it best. He wasn't a member of a cult. He goes, he was always waiting for him to come in and tell him that it was all over. He was going back to Cleveland and paint houses. You know, it's almost like they feel like they're a fraud. And so here comes an organization that validates that they're special, but not just because they're good-looking or that they're a pretty good actor or singer. They're validating them in other ways that they've been chosen specially to go out and do these other missions. And so it, it fulfills a need within that, you know, mm-hmm. that you and I would think well, wouldn't be in, you know, the top box office draw in the world and, you know, have that killer smile and beautiful wives have, but, you know, it fulfills that need. And if you notice, like a Tom Cruise or, or Travolta and even... Doctor, you and I have to take our news break at the bottom of the hour. We'll be back on the other side of the news. Exxon Nation talking about cults. F right here on the Talkstar Radio Network. Progressive presents Forest Metaphors about bundling your home and auto. In sports, three goals is a hat trick. And when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive, you get a hat trick of great savings and round-the-clock protection. So you might be thinking, wait, that's two things. A hat trick is three. But in this metaphor, great savings counts as two goals, and so does round-the-clock protection. So it's like four goals, and that's more than three. It's basic math. Forest Metaphors, presented by Progressive. Bundle and protect today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations. Hi, I'm Flo from Progressive. Being a baseball fanatic like me can be stressful. It's not all sports points and touchdowns. So Progressive is going to help you take your mind off your team for a moment. Instead of thinking about how they missed that goal point score, think about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive letting you choose coverage options based on your budget. Unlike your team that missed the end zone net area. Well, anyway, hope this distraction about Progressive's Name Your Price tool was helpful. It sure kept me from thinking about all those penalty balls. Yay, sports! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi, this is Eric Rawls of Cosmoverse.com, and you're listening to Rob McConnell in the Exxon. Hi, this is Blade Runner, and you are listening to Canada's number one paranormal radio show, The X-Zone, with Rob McConnell. Hi, I'm Laura Sabrin of Cease to Fields Organic Vineyard in Jordan, and you're listening to Canada's number one paranormal radio show, The X-Zone, with Rob McConnell. Hi, my name is Lady Ashley, the White Witch of Niagara-on-the-Lake, and you're listening to Canada's number one paranormal talk radio show, The X-Zone, with Rob McConnell. Welcome to The X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell.
and soon I will be there to brighten up even your darkest night. You just call up my name, and you know. And welcome back to the Exxon, everyone. This portion of the Exxon is being brought to you by Dita Wigman, who is the author of. Nostradamus, and her website is www.nostradamusdreams.com. Our special guest this hour is Dr. Will Horton. We're talking about cults, and um, where do we see an example of cult marketing, Doctor? Well, uh, good point, and that song you just played as an intro was a kind of a great lead-in to what we're talking about. You know, when people are down yeah. and out, that, that's the ones that are most vulnerable to, right. to this kind of stuff. Uh, but for I call this whole thing cult marketing. In my opinion, you have certain products that in and of themselves almost become cults. Uh, Harley Davidson jumps out at me. Big time. Um, you know, I mean, there's Harley people, right? Yep. And, I mean, it becomes a lifestyle. It's not just a motorcycle. And... So they use that. It, it, it's an exclusive marketing. And the other thing cults do that's brilliant, they don't go after everybody. They selectively recruit. And it seems like that's what, like, Harley-Davidson does. They don't go after the average motorcycle rider. They go after the, the more, you know, intense motorcycle rider. And so it becomes its own group, and it has its own language. It has its own, you know, social structure. They encourage things. It, it, it's brilliant in, it, in its marketing. And another example would be something like Apple Computer. You know, if you're a Mac guy, you're a Mac guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have their own T-shirts and things like that. As, as it said, it seems like it's the only computer in the world that when you buy it, they ask your T-shirt size so they can give you the T-shirt. So we see it in marketing all the time, this, this exclu- exclusivity. And you'd ask a question before the break about, you know, where we see cults, and, you know, and we talked about a couple like religious cults. Yes. Things like that. You know, my opi- in my opinion, one of the other kind of dangerous cults we see on the rise is, is this whole, uh, there's a whole bunch of self-help cults led by, you know, uh, very strong personalities. You are like Anthony Robbins. Uh, I didn't want to say that, yes. Uh, yeah, because they get there, they follow the, the traditional pattern, uh, which is, there's been a saying, and I, I'm trying to think of the guy that said it, but he, the sentence is something like, people will do anything. For someone who encourages their dreams, justifies their justifies their failures, allays, allays their fears, confirms their suspicions, and helps them throw rocks at their enemies. And so, when you look at some of those kind of self-help organizations, mm-hmm. they get you in. And, and of course, who's the most prone to want to go to those is when someone's going through a major shift in their life, a divorce, you know, some business problems, things like that. And of course. It all starts with the whole thing about encouraging their dreams. Dream big. You can do this. You can do that. You know, you too can be a millionaire. You can buy money with or property with no money down. And then they really, to me, a lot of them tag into the idea of, of relieving the failures or justifying the failures. In other words, it's not your fault you failed. You know, you didn't have the secret. You didn't have my method. You didn't have this. And so they keep giving you a little bit at a time, and they, and they get you in small. It's usually like one weekend, and then they'll sell you another weekend or a week training, and then they keep going and going and going. So that that would be the other thing I think that we're, we're really seeing a rapid rise in. 
Will this apply to people who have specific interests as well? For example, um, uh, let me see. Uh, people who like to go on ghost hunts, would this be classified as a cult? Well, it depends on uh, on how you view it. I mean, I, I, in my opinion, you could classify something like that. Uh, same with, remember, it, it's not as big as it used to be, but I think you're old enough to remember when Trekkies were huge. Oh, sure. And you had the whole Star Trek conventions and things like that, or yeah. or look at the whole phenomenon of Star Wars. You know, people followed it, things oh, like Lord that. Yes. Even, I, I, something, even something like the Deadheads when mm-hmm. when when uh, Mr. Garcia was alive. I mean, people would take off. I knew people would quit their jobs for the summer just to follow them around, and these were like, you know, masters level therapists. Yes. <laughs> you know, it's you know, I. I Gosh, I remember uh, reading stories about people who would go to work in their in their Star Trek uniforms, and uh, they would assume Star Trek names. And you know, I think personally that's pushing it a little far. But I think it's getting out. I, I in my opinion, yeah, that's getting out there. Well, there's a whole Klingon dictionary. I mean, it's it's you know, it's made up words. But then if you know, if you want to step back and look at you know, with what you're an expert in is, is the whole idea of made-up words. Every every uh, hobby mm-hmm. ends up getting its own vocabulary. Yes. So there's like you're in radio. You could you could say some words. I'd have no idea what you're talking about. Holy sure everybody's... I could talk about NLP or hypnosis, and other people get lost. So we all have our own vernacular, yeah. All right, so where does neuro-linguistic programming fall into this uh, into the cult business? Well, I think what, what I'm... In my opinion, what we're seeing now is a lot of these... People that are starting cults or trying to build the cults are studying how people actually think, and they're going back and studying other cult leaders and, and people, you know, from the Jim Jones down in. Oh uh, gosh, yeah. Yeah, or Heaven's Gate. I remember that. Applewhite. Yeah, and if you remember, now there's an example. The average person in his in his group was uh, college educated, if yep. not master's level. And I always say that was fascinating about that. He not only got all these guys to kill themselves. He got them to castrate themselves. Yeah. That, <clears throat> and most guys have killed themselves first. <laughs> I'm glad you said it. Uh, yeah, of course we would. You know, like, when you look at the Heaven's Gate, they have to be one of the uh, one of the biggest cult um, groups that drew media attention. And yet there's this other one from Switzerland. Oh, gosh, what is theirs? You know which one I'm talking about? Uh, yeah, I can't think of the name of it either. You know, and they also drew attention. And you would have thought that people would have been a lot more uh, suspicious of those that they got around with. And still, many people, in my opinion, are getting recruited by these cults, whether it's a religious or even political cults. And, you know, here we are in the, in the, uh, in the beginning of an election year. NLP must be being used by politicians. I think the good the good politicians are using it. Uh, they're in their language patterns and you know trying to connect with the people. Um, I've heard a few of them say an old Bill Clinton line. Now here was a guy that could use waking hypnosis like no politician I've heard since Kennedy, which yeah, Kennedy is uh, you know, he'd be given a speech and he would pepper his speech with the following phrase. I know that all of you, like me, want and then make some statement that no one would argue against. You know, I know that you, like me, want, mm-hmm. you know, 
for America to be safe, healthy, and prosperous, right? I know you. I know that you, Rob, like me, want your kids to be successful, right? So those are nice statements. But if you, the way you stress the sentence is, you like me. So the hypnotic command buried in the sentence is, you like me. And it builds on that. And the one of the politicians he's gaining fame right now is. Mr. Obama, because he's really encouraging the dream. And his language pattern is very hypnotic. When you listen to him speak, it's very hypnotic. It, it, it's got a rhythm and a cadence. It's, it's, it's brilliant use of, of hypnotic language. Do they do this on purpose? I, I think they do. I, well, I don't know if they would call it this. It would be effective uh, speech training mm-hmm. and, you know, to get their message across. And you know, when you get to that level, you got to have an ego, and you have to have the drive and the desire to get what you want. And so usually what happens is to get to that level, that drive and desire becomes so strong, you'll use whatever tools you can use. And, and they, a, a lot of the politicians seem to also have the idea that they are, they are truly right in their core, and sometimes it'll even get to the point where, you know, the ends justify the means, so maybe they'll use some techniques that, that might be a little different. What do you tell people uh, to look for in cult-type programs? Well, the first thing is, do they encourage outside, outside communication? Do they, do they encourage you to go outside and get other thoughts and, and opinions? Because a true cult, the first thing they try to do is basically, uh, to use a, a, a horse terminology, is they call you from the herd. Mm-hmm. You know, they break you away from your pack, from your from your control group. So, you know, they become your whole source. That would be the first thing. And also, do they um, want to control uh, your contact with family and intimate friends? That, to me, that's that that would be the next big danger signal. Because, you know, if it's a healthy organization, because something that some people would consider a cult, something like um, Alcoholics Anonymous because it, it, it has its own language, it separates you, it encourages dreams, it, it, it gives you a whole social structure, but they don't fit a couple of the criteria because they encourage you to keep contact with your family and friends. Mm-hmm. They encourage you to do, you know, uh, stay involved in society and things like that. So that, those would be the biggest things I, I, I would tell people to watch for. You're getting a lot of people mad with revealing this. Uh, why do you do it? Well, I do it because... I think this kind of information is out there. I use the analogy, and what we try to teach at uh, a website I just started is enlightenyourmind.com. Is I use magic as, sometimes as an analogy because if you if you see how a magic trick works, you know, Rob, if you were watching a magic trick, mm-hmm. if you broke it down into small enough pieces, most of us would go, Pah! nobody'd ever believe that, right? But when you see the the whole trick, if you want to call it that, or the whole illusion yes. in its entirety, we all go. Wow. And really what happens is all these little things that these cult people do, it's very small things that when you and I look at it from the outside, we go, how could they believe this? How could they do this? But in its entirety, it gives them, the on the inside especially, it's that wow effect. And so if you break it down into small enough pieces, you know, how people think, you know, uh, find out what someone's uh, uh, criteria is. And or their values, that's one thing cults are great at. You know, if they, if they know what your values are, 
they'll align their values with what with what you want. Or they'll get your values aligned with it. And so then most of us would do just about anything for what we believe. So how do you deprogram a person who's been programmed to accept the cult way? Yeah, that's that's an ongoing thing. It takes a lot of intervention because first you got to break them from the cult. And like any addiction, which I would almost call mm-hmm. that, in, a, in my opinion, I'd call it an addiction, you're going to go through a withdrawal phase. You're, you're losing, you know, if, if you can imagine these people leaving the, the compound in Texas, yeah. especially the children, I mean, it's their, there are 400 of them. That's a society in and of itself. And then they're going to break them up and put them into small units, probably foster parents all over the state. And so they're going to be separated from everyone, literally, they knew from childhood. And so... That'll be an interesting thing to watch because I know that hopefully, you know, good Lord willing, they're bringing in people that know what they're doing with the children yeah. because that'll be one level. But adults are going to go through, if they're in a cult, uh, usually they have to have an aha moment. And you see people do it all the time. They, they leave a religion or they'll leave a self-help group kind of thing or one of those kind of seminar kind of things because they suck all the money out of, your, uh, out of your life, things like that. It's like they have an aha where suddenly they go, like that, they get, it, it's usually a, a moment of enlightenment where they see the the organization for what it really is, and then they're able to leave it. But just to pull somebody out, and this is where we've seen movies on this and a lot of TV shows, you know, where they go in and they, you know, they kidnap the person from the cult, and then it's going to be a lot more work because they didn't leave willingly. You know, because one of the things almost all the cults do is is the initiations are willing. The people are willing participants going in. And so, you know, that'd be like someone kidnapping you from your radio station tomorrow and saying, you can never do radio again. <laughs> it's not healthy. And I'd say, okay, what am I going to do now? Does mm-hmm. it pay more? <laughs> yeah, well, but see, that's the other thing. A lot of these people, plus, you know, like at these, like at the compounds and yeah. even in the other things, uh, the, some of the churches that, that are almost cult-like, they keep them busy. Yep. So now you pull them out, it's like, what am I going to do? Exactly. You know, and 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 one one of the a great example, in my opinion, would be in a reverse method, is what Alcoholics Anonymous does. Is you know, when somebody decides they want help, they leave the bar and they walk into AA, and what AA gives them is something to do. You know, they were sitting at the bar every day from, let's say, they got off at work at five if they could hold a job. You know, and they'd sit in the bar for three or four hours. Their big fear about giving up drinking is, what am I going to do? AA fills that need, and so. So we just have to fill the needs of those who are in cults once we get them out. Right. And and usually it's just, you know, get them back into families, uh, you know, if they still have family, and reconnect with with friends and things like that. Doctor, please stand by. You and I have to take our final commercial break for this hour. Doctor Will Horton is our very special guest, www.nfnlp.com. And the good doctor and I will return on the other side of this commercial set as the Exxon continues live and around the world from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada on the Talkstar Radio Network, Exxon TV, and on shortwave. In the next hour, I'll be talking to Philip Cook. He is the author of Abused Men, The Hidden Side of Domestic Violence. My name's Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon, and you're listening to us on the Talkstar Radio Network. Progressive presents Forest Metaphors about bundling your home and auto. 
In sports, three goals is a hat trick. And when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive, you get a hat trick of great savings and round-the-clock protection. So you might be thinking, wait, that's two things. A hat trick is three. But in this metaphor, great savings counts as two goals, and so does round-the-clock protection. So it's like four goals, and that's more than three. It's basic math. Forest Metaphors, presented by Progressive. Bundle and protect today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations. Hi, I'm Flo from Progressive. Being a baseball fanatic like me can be stressful. It's not all sports points and touchdowns. So Progressive is going to help you take your mind off your team for a moment. Instead of thinking about how they missed that goal point score, think about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive letting you choose coverage options based on your budget. Unlike your team that missed the end zone net area. Well, anyway, hope this distraction about Progressive's Name Your Price tool was helpful. It sure kept me from thinking about all those penalty balls. Yay, sports! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Dr. Will Horton is our very special guest this hour. His website is www.nfnlp.com. First of all, Doctor, thank you so much for joining us tonight and for uh, sharing the the uh, NLP or hypnotic side of cults with us. It's certainly been a pleasure. But I have to ask you this, Doctor. Here we are, like I said, the presidential election is coming up. What can we look for when listening to a candidate to know whether or not he or she is telling us the truth? The, the number one thing to look for, uh, because there's been a lot of said about eye movements and, mm-hmm. and, and all kinds of other things, but the number one thing is blink pattern, believe it or not. Blink patterns. Blink pattern. is You have to watch a person uh, in normal conversation or when they're talking and, and catch what their blink pattern is. When you're under stress, you're blink, you blink more often. And so people will, will blink more often. The other thing that you may notice is, if they're right-handed, a right-handed person will make a lot of uh, uh, motions with their right hand. And then when you're being a little bit, I don't want to say, you don't maybe say lying, but let's say being less than honest with the truth, they're more likely to use their non-dominant hand. That's uh, interesting. Yeah, well, that's one of the things that got Bill Clinton caught, because he, you know, he would always point with his hand about da-da-da-da-da. And then one day when they caught him, and they caught him off guard, uh, you know, when he was doing something else and, and his blink pattern went up because he's a very controlled guy. Uh, and don't forget, all these politicians are. But when he went, and most of us remember, I did not have sex with that woman. He used his non-dominant hand and his eyes were blinking like a fire tr- like a fire truck, you know. And so that's when a lot of people go, he, he's lying. <laughs> how, how, can you, how can you stop from falling under the spell of someone who has... This type of training, this type of knowledge, and you, here we are—we're just Joe Blows. How do we protect well, ourselves? I, I, the number one thing, in my opinion, and, and, and this has been over the years, is the more knowledge that you have, when mm-hmm. you see it in the real world, it wakes you up. And that's again what we do at, like, what you said, nfnlp.com or uh, enlightenyourmind.com, with some information people can get on how your brain actually works. 
because like you, you pointed out or you asked a question I said about marketing we yes. see it I mean here's here's an example I mean and I heard this in a commercial it's like uh, uh, do you dream of being thin and attractive do you really want you know your husband to look at you the way he used to it's not your fault you're overweight because you've been kept the the secret's been kept from you on how to do this so join us and I know you're afraid that it won't work but call today da 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 I mean, I actually heard that kind of advertisement, and they hit all the hot buttons that we were talking about. And so, and not that there's anything wrong with it, but when you see it and you understand it, it loses some of its power. As we all know, uh, and your people would be very good at this, your listeners, you know, if someone from 30 years in the past shot to today and saw, you know, us talking on cell phones or using Mm -hmm. laptop computers, it would be magic. Yes, it would. But... To us that's seen it incrementally, it's like, no, this is what they're doing. This is why it works, da 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 So what we try to do is teach people this kind of information because, um, you know, knowledge is power. Yeah. Doctor, I want to thank you very much for joining us tonight and uh, continued success. Thank you, and thanks to all the listeners. If they want anything, just get in touch with us. All right, and that's at www.nfnlp.com. When we come back from the news at the top of the hour, I'll be joined by Philip Cook. We're talking about his new book, Abused Men, The Hidden Side of Domestic Violence. My name is Rob McConnell, and this is The Exxon, a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard, Monday through Friday from 10 p.m. Eastern until 2 a.m. Eastern, right here live and around the world on the Talkstar Radio Network. Progressive presents Forest Metaphors, about bundling your home and auto. In sports, three goals is a hat trick. And when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive, you get a hat trick of great savings and round-the-clock protection. So you might be thinking, wait, that's two things. A hat trick is three. But in this metaphor, great savings counts as two goals, and so does round-the-clock protection. So it's like four goals, and that's more than three. It's basic math. Forest Metaphors, presented by Progressive. Bundle and protect today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations. Hi, I'm Flo from Progressive. Being a baseball fanatic like me can be stressful. It's not all sports points and touchdowns. So Progressive is going to help you take your mind off your team for a moment. Instead of thinking about how they missed that goal point score, think about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive letting you choose coverage options based on your budget. Unlike your team that missed the end zone net area. Well, anyway, hope this distraction about Progressive's Name Your Price tool was helpful. It sure kept me from thinking about all those penalty balls. Yay, sports! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.